Hello, and welcome to Next Reads, a podcast where we read the first chapter of a young adult or middle grade book to help you figure out what to read next. This podcast might contain language or situations some listeners might find offensive or unsettling. The North Liberty Library does not necessarily endorse any author's views, but it does support the freedom of speech and the freedom to read. I'm your host, Erin, Youth and Teen Services Librarian at the North Liberty Library. My pronouns are she and her. Welcome, listeners. Hello, friends. Today, I will be reading from the book Tamarind and the Star of Ishta by... Jasminder Bilan, and here is the front flap with the description. In a house full of secrets, she must find where she belongs. Tamarind had never met her Indian mother, Chinti, who died shortly after she was born. But when her father remarries, Tamarind is sent to India to stay with the family she has never met. In their atmospheric ancestral home, a huge mansion high in the Himalayan mountains. Her arrival in India brings culture shock, secrets, and unanswered questions. What is the tension between her father and the family, and why will no one talk about her mother? Instead of answers, she is greeted with ominous silence. Taking refuge in the lush gardens one moonlit night, she follows a friendly monkey to find an abandoned hut and a glowing star ring, and meets Ishta, a mysterious mountain girl. Tamarind will unravel the family mysteries at the heart of who she is, dot, dot, dot. Okay, so this is a relatively new book. Came out in 2022. Chapter one, there's a small photo I keep on my bedside table. It's old and crinkly with a neat fold along the left-hand corner. In the photo, mom's about my age, but I can't really tell if I look like her because the photograph's taken from a long way off. She's on a homemade swing, and it's fixed to a huge tree in full blossom. Her legs are waving in the air, and behind her, I can just make out a house with a veranda all around it. I love this photo because mom's full of life, but it makes me cry that I never got to know her or hold her hand or snuggle into her shoulder. It's the only thing of mom's that dad would let me have, the last gift she ever gave him, and I'm keeping it safe for both of us. I don't know what happened to mom. Dad won't tell me much. All he'll say is she was sick and died when I was a baby. But now, for the first time, I'm going to find out. The thing is, I'm not sure I want to. I slip mom's photo from the back of my passport and hold it in my palm, shuffle away from Chloe, and turn to face the airplane window. I don't want her quizzing me again, asking me more questions about how I'm feeling, being all motherly. I flick her a quick look, but she doesn't see. She carries on reading, absorbed in the book, long blonde hair hiding her freckled face. Do we look like a family when we're out together? Me and Dad with our golden skin. Chloe, who goes raspberry red at the sight of the sun. Dad leans across, taps me on the shoulder. Mint? he asks, shoving a bag of sweets under my nose. We'll be landing in Rinnegar soon. And remember about ears popping? My stomach turns a double somersault when I think about staying with Mom's family all by myself. I hold Dad's gaze, plead with his warm brown eyes that everyone tells me are just like mine, and hope he's going to change his mind about leaving me there alone. He makes a funny face, and his dimples appear. Chloe puts her book down and digs into the mints. Mmm, these are yum. Have one, Tam. They haven't got any gelatin in. I double-checked. She smiles at Dad and glances down at the photo. I move farther toward the window and slide the photo away, putting everything in my green Jansport backpack. 
Dad always gets the ones without gelatin. I take a mint and put it in my mouth. Chloe ties back her hair and fiddles with her wedding ring. I've been learning a few new veggie recipes too. I think it's great to eat less meat. I keep looking out of the window. When she was just dad's girlfriend, we were okay. But ever since they married and she moved in, it's been so different. I know she's my new mom now, but what does that even mean? And lately I just can't seem to be nice to her. Dad's voice jolts me from my worries. Tamarind, Chloe's talking to you. I try to swallow the lump that's been burning my throat since we set off on this journey. If I were still five, I'd jump up and down and throw my things around, maybe even scream until Dad calmed me down. But instead, I curl even farther toward the window, stare at the clouds that stretch on and on and the blue sky above them. Thank you, I croak. Would Mom have checked my food for gelatin? Would she have loved me even through my tantrums? I thought about Mom my whole life, even though she hasn't been there. I've never given her daffodils on Mother's Day or made her a special card. There's a painful space inside me, and the closer we get to India and the family she left behind, the more tangled it's feeling. Dad gives me his stern face. Let's go for a little walk. He nods at Chloe. We won't be long. My stomach churns. I scoot past Chloe and follow Dad toward the loos at the back of the plane. He holds my shoulders gently and stoops so our faces are close. I know this is hard, Tam. I feel my face flush, take a long breath, and chew the edge of my thumb. I know you're scared, but everything will be okay. Chloe just wants to be the best mom to you. Give her a chance. I kick the carpet with the toe of my sneaker, close my eyes, and blink away the tears that have been waiting to fall. What happened to my real mom? I need to know. I brush my cheeks roughly with the back of my hand. I'll be meeting the family any minute, and I still don't know a thing. What did she die of? Dad's face softens, but he doesn't answer any of my questions. Take a deep breath. He pulls me toward him and gives me a big hug. He smells of mints and aftershave, laundry detergent, and home. It's like he wants me to forget my question, but I don't give up. I need to know a bit more than, I met mom while I was backpacking in the Himalaya. I mumble into his shirt. I push him away. I want to know what she was like, please. It's your job to tell me. Look, your mom loved you to bits, and one day, when you're a bit older, I'll tell you everything, but for the moment, he pushes his fingers through his hair. I don't want to upset you, but it seems to me like he's the one who's getting upset. And that is actually the end of the chapter. I think I'm going to read chapter two. It's your lucky day. Chapter two. Once the plane has landed, I try to get my jittery insides in order, but they keep nodding up. I feel like I'm being thrown into a fire pit of the unknown. Meeting mom's family for the first time, seeing India, the place where I was born, I don't know if I can do it all by myself. We collect our cases and dad leads us through into the main part of the airport. I wish he would slow down, but he's striding ahead, looking for the family. I hurry along the slippery floor after dad, my wheelie case swooshing behind me, trying to keep up. The air is so thick I can hardly breathe, and it's so noisy. I have to keep pulling at my clothes to stop the heat from sticking them to my skin. There they are. Dad heads off again toward a woman dressed in a purple sari with gold embroidery along the edge. She's got a happy smile on her face and is looking right at me, waving both arms in the air to catch our attention. 
Beside her is a boy a bit younger than me. He's wearing long blue shorts with sneakers and an orange t-shirt with a drawing of a skateboarder on it. He's staring at the ground, but as we approach, he holds up a huge handwritten sign. Welcome to India, Tamarind. I break out into an instant embarrassed rash, and I duck behind Dad. It'll be fine, Tamarind, says Chloe, hooking her arm through mine. We'll be back before you know it. I wiggle free from her and accidentally kick my case. Ow! Careful, Tam, says Dad, shepherding me toward the sign. How could they do this to me? How would they feel being dumped off with strangers in a foreign country and left to it? This horrible mess is all Chloe's fault. I mean, what am I going to say to people I've never met before? A whole week alone with them, and I don't even speak Punjabi. The thought suddenly occurs to me with horror. Maybe they don't speak any English. Suddenly, I'm standing in front of them, and they're smiling at me. So even though I don't want to do what Dad taught me, I put my hands together and find myself saying, Sat Shri Akal. Not sure if they understand my English Punjabi accent. The boy puts his hand up to his mouth and giggles. Nice try. High five, he says in perfect English, giving me a cheesy grin as he holds up his palm. My cheeks go hot. It wasn't that funny, was it? I'm Arjun. Welcome to India, he says, his hand dropping when I don't play along. He's only about nine, and it doesn't look like we'll have anything in common. Dad laughs at how embarrassed I am. I shoot him a glare, and he wraps his arm around me. Sorry, Tam. I pull away, and his face falls, but I don't care. I'm hurting way more than he is. I'm your aunt, Simran, the woman in purple interrupts. She turns her back to Dad and carries on speaking, but only to me, which I think is a bit rude. Doesn't she like Dad? You know, your mom's brother's wife. And this cheeky boy is my son. Don't pay any attention to his teasing. She holds out her arms, but I don't step in for a hug. She drops her arms awkwardly. You've come such a long way. At last we get to see you. Let me look. Such beautiful long hair and this nice football uniform. She gives Dad a quick look, then turns her back to him again. My fingers find Mom's photo in my pocket and feel for the comforting fold in the corner. You okay, Tam? asks Chloe. I just stare at the floor, willing myself not to lose it, wishing that Dad was coming with me, but I'm not sure he would be welcome. Aunt Simran is acting really weird toward him. Besides, I know he's waited so long for a honeymoon. It's been six months since he and Chloe got married. He deserves this break. Thank you, Simran, for coming all this way to collect Tamarind, says Dad, clearing his throat. It will be good for her to meet you all at last, hey? Don't worry, Raju, Aunt Simran gives Dad a stiff little hug. We're family, no matter how long it's been. We brought you some presents. Chloe bounces up to Arjun and stuffs a bag bursting at the seams with British sweets into his arms. We'd better go. Our train's leaving in an hour. Dad gives me one of his massive bear hugs and whispers, Only a week and I'll be back. They've been looking forward to seeing you for such a long time. Try and enjoy it. But Dad... I wipe my palms against my Arsenal t-shirt. What am I going to eat? What if everything's too, too different? I already told them in the letter. And I put a few things in your bag in case of emergency. He smiles. I don't know if that makes me feel better or worse. I wipe my cheek against Dad's shirt. You'll be okay, Tam, he says softly. I don't have much choice, do I? I turn away from him to face the family. We'll be back before you know it, says Chloe, stroking my cheek. We haven't forgotten it's your birthday on Sunday. I move away quickly, leaving Chloe's hand dangling in midair and just catch her look at Dad. 
Bye then, she says. Bye, I mumble. They trundle off into the distance, Dad shooting me a quick glance before they begin running to catch their train. And I think I might collapse right here. I feel so hot and strange. No worrying, okay? Aunt Simran pulls me toward her. We'll look after you very well, promise. Okay, that is the end. I'm going to stop there. I probably should have mentioned that the character is from, like, Great Britain or England or somewhere where they say loo for bathroom and football means soccer. So... With that being said, I hope you enjoyed that. I am actually super interested in reading this book now that I've started the first couple chapters. If you did not enjoy it, thanks for listening anyways. And just know that there's other books in the library for you to check out. I will put some read-alikes in the show notes. Thank you for joining me, and I hope that you tune in for another Next Reads. <laughs>